Welcome back to another episode of Voice of the Generation, the number one show for the disruptors and innovators of the world, period. All right, so let's get right into it because we got a lot to talk about, honey. So I was sitting down analyzing my life. I know I have one-on-one meetings with myself sometimes as if like I'm my personal boss slash assistant. And I was having this meeting with myself and I realized that I don't 100% love everything I'm doing. And that bothered me. I feel like whenever you do something, you should be a thousand percent um, excited about it, happy about it, ready to celebrate it. And I just d- didn't know if that was me in all the things or all the areas of my life right now. And I had to sit down and had a one-on-one meeting, like I told y'all. I did a forecast, like, okay, maybe this is good for me. This might not be the best opportunity for me. What is the return on my investment here? Yeah, I had that type of meeting with myself. And what I came to the conclusion with was that I was stuck in the trap of the ambitious cycle. Now, I don't know if this is a real thing, but I just came up with it. I'm going to say I coined the term ambitious cycle. You heard it here first. Now, the ambitious cycle basically explains, okay, I'm going to run after this one goal. And then once I achieve that goal, I'm going to be looking for the next biggest thing. And the reason why that is unhealthy is because once you achieve that thing, you'll never truly feel fulfilled with anything in life because you'll be constantly in search of the next thing. And so what does that look like for me? How is it playing out in my life? And where do I go from here? All right, for me, it's like, okay, I, my goal was to, I don't know. My goal was to start Voice of Generation. All right, well, that that goal has been fulfilled. Now what? Okay, well, my goal is to create an initiative within, the, in, within Voice of the Generation. Okay, well, I do that, then what? See, I'm never taking the time to celebrate and evaluate what's actually happening in the business or what's happening in my life. I'm never taking a second to say, okay, well, this is what I did well, this is what I didn't do well. And the reason that this is a cycle is because when you never stop to pause and you're constantly pivoting, you can't really see where you should go next. And you can't really give anybody else that blueprint, let alone your own self. And so it becomes a cycle because you're going to be doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, expecting a different result. And it's not going to happen because you've never taken the time to be analytical about what you've experienced, right? And so the literal, the definition of doing something over and over and over again and expecting a different result is insanity. You will drive yourself insane by constantly searching for what's next and not not even recognizing that what you just did was incredible. It was phenomenal. And so to get myself out of this ambitious cycle, I've been asking myself a few questions, right? I've been sitting down like, why do I do what I do? Like, if this was the last option on earth, would I still do it? For some things, the answer has been no. And and for other things, the answer has been yes. So I had to sit back and reevaluate my identity, right? I'm like, okay, well, this is serving me and this really isn't serving me. Well, why did I start it in the first place? How did I think it was going to serve me? How did I think I could serve it, right? Because this is a mutually exclusive relationship. How do I think that I can move forward in this relationship with said thing? And so I'll give you a perfect example. I used to dance. 
I don't dance anymore, but I am a dance teacher. I love being a dance teacher, but being a dancer, I don't think that I can do because I've fallen out of love with it. Not because um, because I don't love dance, because I absolutely love dance, but because my passion for dance has shifted, right? And recognizing that it's okay that it has shifted. I've grown out of it and that's okay. Like my focus has shifted. My focus went from being wanting to be a professional dancer or wanting to be with Ailey to now, okay, I want to do this. My impact is going to be here. And that is okay. And I think that as young people, sometimes we forget that our desires can change. Like what I desire yesterday doesn't have to be what I desire today. It can look different every single time. It can look different every single day. I give myself the permission to try new things and I don't have to be stuck in one thing because I'm young and I'm capable and I'm worthy of trying new things. And so I've been in this mode of what I call the permission to pivot. I've been giving myself the permission to pivot. And what does that look like, Imani? What the heck is permission to pivot? So pivot just basically means I'm going to go from one thing to the next, right? In dance, we do pivot turns. It just means I'm going to turn here. I'm going to go back. I might go forth. I might go back. I might go forth. You know, I'm going to try new things. I'm going to try out this thing to see if I actually like it. I'm going to see, okay, what are my other career options? What, what am I able to combine? How can I create my own projects? And so that's what I have been doing right now in my life, right? I have been giving myself the permission to pivot. And I think as innovators and creatives, we often think that we have to box ourselves into the space in order to be successful. And I think that's a lie. That's a bold-faced lie. And I'm going to tell you why. Because as creators, it's important for us to constantly try out new things so that we can be re-inspired, so that we can be motivated, so that we can constantly produce, right? Because you can't produce anything if you're not inspired, if you're not motivated to do said thing. And so I think that when we give ourselves permission to pivot, it's really just reclaiming our authority over ourselves again. Like, all right, I understand that I understand that education was like my forte. I definitely wanted to be in the classroom, but now I'm giving myself permission to pivot on the philanthropic side. I want to understand the business side of this thing. I want to connect it back to policy and politics and understand how do these two things intersect so that I can figure out, okay, where do I, where can I exist in all of this chaos, right? Where can I exist? What can I make to make um, somebody else's experience 10 times better than it was for me? And so in in giving yourself the permission to pivot, you have to also think about reclaiming your own authority over yourself, right? That's the first thing you want to think about. But you also want to think about choosing to live in a different way and experience new things. I absolutely love what Tabitha Brown is doing with her latest book, I Did a New Thing, right? She's encouraging people to try something new every single day for 30 days just to see what life looks what life looks like right because i think sometimes we get so set and stuck in our ways that we forget that we are human beings we can try out different things it's okay to not want to do something today and want to try something else out the next day and that's all right when i started this podcast i would um i would wonder if I would be good at this, right? I would wonder, okay, from a journalism standpoint, I have no experience. I don't know that I can do this. I don't know that I can ask the perfect question. I don't know that I can get on camera and talk. I used to have such a hard time doing single episodes because I'm like, 
I don't know that anybody wants to hear what I have to say. But we have to tap out of that mindset and start giving ourselves the permission to even try. Because once you give yourself the permission to try is when you can really expand yourself. That's when culture shifting really happens, when you give yourself the permission to even try something new. I think about it in the sense of like, if I didn't, I like if then statements. So if I didn't give myself the permission to even try out doing a podcast or even trying out doing a solo episode, then I wouldn't have got the confidence. So when I get on stage, I don't feel like, okay, I'm comparing myself to this person because now I recognize my own brilliance, right? And that's the same idea that I want you to have. You all carry something unique. I think Audrey Lord said um, something along the lines of like, every child is brilliant. Every child is born with uniqueness. It's it's us adults who strip them away of that. And so it's it really looks like going back to that childlike sense that you have inside of you, that little Imani, as I call her, and embracing her and talking to her and reminding her and affirming her that she can do this so that big Imani can show up. And then the next thing is know your voice and why you do what you do. A lot of us do things and we don't know why we do what we do. Some of us do it just because we want clout. We want to be seen in the world. Been there, done that, don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it, right? Do things that are intentionally going to advance your life and help others advance their own. I think that the greatest thing that we can do on earth, the greatest gift that we have on earth is the the gift of breath. And you know why? Because without it, we wouldn't be able to produce, right? My words come from taking a breath, right? That, That pause in between. And I get to share a part of me because I have And so every time you have breath on earth is your opportunity to share your experience and to connect it back so that somebody else can tap into their own God-given ability, so that somebody else can recognize their own worth, so that somebody else can see their own potential. And when we don't choose to use our voice, I always tell you guys this, we are robbing somebody of that. And so when I think about using our own voice, it's not always the easiest thing. I'm still learning how to use my own voice. And I have a whole platform called Voice of Generation. It's a very real thing. But I want you to recognize you first have to affirm yourself. You first have to tell yourself that I have a voice. I'm powerful. I'm capable. And you have to believe those words that you were saying because you can say all the affirmations that you want, but not believing in them, it's pointless, right? So that is what we do when we are in the midst of pivoting. Why do we pivot, right? Why do I have to give myself the permission to pivot? Where does this come from and why, how is it going to help me, right? Well, one, you want to get inspired. That's the first thing you want to do when you give yourself permission to pivot. Most of us who are constantly putting stuff out into the world, it's super easy to want to quit. I will be the first to tell you, I had a bangle business. I got to one year. Revenue went plummeting. And I said, okay, I didn't want to let this go, but this is no longer serving. This is, I'm no longer serving it. This may not work. And this is before I knew anything about, you know, rebranding and scaling and all that other fancy words that, you know, business folks talk about. But I will be the first to tell you that when something's not working, sometimes you do have to stop. I'm not going to say quit. Just stop. 
and reevaluate and figure out where you're really needed and if this thing is serving you and if you're serving it at its rest capacity. But sometimes you need to get re-inspired to even recognize that step. It was a dance artist that says, you don't need to be motivated. You need to be inspired because inspiration is internal and motivation is external. How many of us have started off our year saying, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to work out for 30 minutes. I'm going to do cardio for 40. I'm going to do strength training for 50. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's because we're in, we're motivated to do something because we all create these resolutions and vision boards and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? But then you need to inspire yourself. Okay, this is how I'm going to get to this goal. This is why I need to do it because I want to be the best version of me. I want to live my longest. So I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, right? And so I want you to get inspired this year. The second thing is set an expectation. Set an expectation means, okay, in 30 days, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. In 10 days, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. As students, it is so easy. And I'm talking to everybody because everybody has been a student in um, education at one point in their life. As students, we will do all that we can to get these assignments done, even when we don't feel like it, right? We carry the discipline to get it done, even when we don't feel like it. But when it comes to our personal goals, oh, no, that can wait. Oh, tomorrow, 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 oh, tomorrow, it can happen. Oh, it can happen. It can happen. But I think that it was a quote on, on um, Instagram saying like tomorrow is the arrogant assumption that or procrastination is the arrogant assumption that there will be another tomorrow. Right. We have to start act. We have to start moving with a sense of urgency that if I don't produce this thing or if I don't do this thing today, then I don't know what's going to happen. So set an expectation for yourself and hold yourself accountable. Set some smart goals, right? Make it attainable for yourself. Another thing is accepting failure. I think that, and I'm number one, I will tell you quickly, I am a sore loser, a sore loser. And so I want you to start recognizing failure um, as an opportunity to win. Yeah. I want you to start using failure as an opportunity to win. Easier said than that. I will tell you firsthand. I will tell this to people, but I will feel it internally in a heartbeat, right? So I read this book at the top of the year. I did, I started reading it and then I was getting inconsistent. So I said, okay, let me do the audio version of this book. This might be easier. Well, it's by Pinky Cole. It's called, I Hope You Fail. And it's really for entrepreneurs, but I say it's for everybody, right? We all have failed at one point in our life, but I truly hope that you do fail because when you fail, you will learn so much in that failure. We have never learned from our wins. The only thing we remember is the feeling that we felt when we went, when we got that thing that we wanted. There's no lesson in the wins right? That's why the greatest philosopher of all time says, scare money, don't make no money. Because you have to fail. You have to be scared of it. You have to want it so bad that you're willing to risk it all, right? Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fail. And the final thing is take risks. Take risks, Listen, I came into 2024 saying I'm going to shoot all shots. I'm going to shoot all shots. And if I fail, it is what it is. But really, I want you to think about 
you were destined for whatever that it, it is that you desire. And so if you desire, you can absolutely have it. And so this year, I want you to go into the, the year with the mentality of I can do it. I prepare for this room. I worked hard to be in this space. And I absolutely deserve to have a seat at the table. I deserve to do X, Y, and Z. That's what, Every time I feel like I can't do something, I, I started to rephrase it from I can't do it or I don't know if I can do it to I deserve to be at that table. I deserve to, to create this project. I deserve to do X, Y, and Z. And you deserve to produce whatever it is that you've been holding on to. You deserve it. And so in this season of your life, at this end of this episode, all I want you to take away is what will you do with your tomorrow? Does tomorrow also have a label of procrastination on it and then the day after that and the day after that? Or does tomorrow have the, the, the stamp of I'm going to start today? Today is a fresh start. Today is the day that I begin. What does your tomorrow say about you? Is it going to say that I was bold enough to take the risk and try even though I thought I was going to fail? Or does your tomorrow say, I, I want to play it safe, so I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until somebody else took the idea? Nothing hurts more than watching somebody else take an idea that you had sitting on your mind for years. I'll be the first to tell you. And so as we move forward in life and as this month, I want you to be conscious that you are absolutely capable for whatever it is that you choose to do. In this season of your life, it's all about trying and taking risks. If you don't like something, give yourself the permission to pivot and move forward. It's all right. Nobody's telling you you have to stay. You have to give yourself that permission that it's okay that I want to try something new. And trying something new doesn't mean you have to completely switch out of the field that you're already looking at. Sometimes trying something new means exploring and regaining that curiosity that got you there in the first place so that you can experience something new. And so I thank you for your support. I ask you to share this episode if you got value from it. We need you to subscribe on YouTube at Voice of the Generation. Make sure you're following us at voiceofgeneration.pod. And we will see you next week. If you got some value from this, leave a comment. If you got some value, leave a comment in the comment section and let us know what you've been thinking, how you've been growing, listening to these episodes and what you would like to see. I love y'all and have a great rest of your week on purpose. We out.